Hi everyone, Aaron here for Zolotech, and earlier this week, Apple announced WWDC 2021, or the Worldwide Developer Conference. Apple has this every year, where they talk about the next version of iOS, help developers figure out what they need to do to change their apps to comply with that next version, and they show us the new features and more of the upcoming iOS version, iPadOS, macOS, watchOS, and tvOS, and maybe even something more. Now, I covered that earlier this week, but ever since then, many people have been asking me, when can we expect iOS 15 beta 1? When will the public version be out? So I wanted to go over that, cover what devices are expected to be supported with iOS 15, as well as some features that we're hearing even more about now that we're getting closer to WWDC. Now, before I talk about that, Apple today announced that they have 180 plus games in Apple Arcade. They've updated it with different titles and they've added a bunch of them. So Apple Arcade has been out for a while now. They even added NBA 2K21, so Arcade Edition. So they've added a lot of different titles, some old, some new, and so they've updated that, which is always nice to see if you use Apple Arcade, either on your iPhone, iPad, or Apple TV, or Mac. Now, as I mentioned earlier this week, WWDC 2021 was announced by Apple for June 7th to the 11th. This is when they hold their developer conference. They'll show off the new versions, help developers figure out what's in these upcoming versions and how they can change their app or use different features that they're announcing. And so on that, they normally have a conference on the first day or a keynote. And on that day, we should see what's in iOS 15 and we can have the beta usually after that event. So on that day, if we go to June 7th, you can expect on June 7th, you'll see WWDC and the keynote is usually around 1 p.m. Eastern time or 10 a.m. Pacific time. That usually takes place at 1 p.m. Virtually, we'll be able to watch it online live together, and it'll be usually between 1 and 3 p.m., sometimes a little bit longer than that. It usually tends to be one of the longer keynotes where they talk about all sorts of features and sometimes even hardware as well. After that is when they release the beta version to developers, normally around 3.30 to 4 p.m. Eastern time. That version will come out, we'll be able to install it, and then we'll be able to try it for ourselves. The public beta doesn't generally come out for another couple of weeks, normally until beta 2 or beta 3, where it's stable enough for the public to try it on normal phones. So that's generally how Apple does it every single year. So you can expect beta 1 if you're a developer right after the event, right after the conference, and then you'll be able to try it yourself. It's generally very buggy when you do try it. And most of the time in the past, I've had to revert back on my main phone because it's too buggy to use, but you'll at least be able to try it out if you have a secondary device, for example. So we should expect that. Now, there has not been official word on what to expect as far as supported devices, but there seems to be consistency across different people that leak things regularly. And they're saying that, unfortunately, the iPhone 6S, the iPhone 6S Plus, iPhone SE, the original one, will no longer have support for iOS 15. Now, this is not confirmed until Apple actually confirms it in the event and tells us what's supported and what's not. The same may be true for the iPad Air 2, for example, and some of the older iPad devices. Now, we'll have to wait and see if that's true or not, whether that has to do with the chipset that's inside of them or the RAM, but most people expect iPhone 7, like I have here in Jet Black, iPhone 7, all the way up to the iPhone 12 Pro Max, for example, to continue to have support. 6S, 6S Plus, and SE are expected not to. So again, we'll have to wait and see because we don't know that for sure. Also, as far as Apple Watch or WatchOS 8, 
many people have been asking me, what will be supported? Will the Series 3 Apple Watch still be supported? And I would say that it most likely will be because they're still selling it. Generally, Apple will not sell something they're not going to support for more than a year. And they're still selling Series 3, SE, and Series 6 Apple Watch. So I would expect that as well. And of course, Mac OS support will probably be about the same. But again, we have to wait and see. Right now, it's speculation. It seems like that's going to be the case for those people that seem to know, but we'll have to wait and see. Now, as far as the expected features, well, there's been more news about that recently. As recent as today, some people have said that iOS 15 source code hints at more accessibility features. So what that could be, whether that be additions to voiceover, just improvements in general, or new features is we'll have to wait and see, but they did add a lot of things over the past years and continue to focus on this, whether that be being able to interact with your device without touching it or different things such as hearing devices or everything else. Apple usually improves this drastically year to year with many features. So I'm really looking forward to that. Another thing we're hearing recently is that it will have RCS message support. Now RCS is a newer standard that's used across Android. So instead of MMS, it's sort of a real time messaging where you get that with iMessage where you can see when someone's messaging you back, for example, RCS is just a newer version of that for people that don't have iMessage. So we should see some sort of support from that according to some people. Also, if you're using the clipboard, maybe you're copying a date, you're just hitting copy. There's, there's said to be a history for this coming to iOS where we could go back and look at the actual clipboard history. Now, some apps have done certain things like this on the Mac for quite some time. And to have that on the iPhone would be really nice to have a history of what your clipboard is, having it secure on your device, what you're copying and pasting. So you could go back and grab that if you accidentally copied over it, for example. So that's something that's said to be in the newer versions. Also, many people are continuing to say that we're going to see split view brought to iPhone. This is something that's been on iPad for a while and I would welcome it. And of course, many people, if you know what it is, split view, if you just go into the arcade, for example, wait for that to load, we can bring in another app so we could bring in music alongside it. And this would be great on the iPhone to have split view. So you could message on one side or on the top or bottom, and then maybe use music or something else at the same time, maybe YouTube or something along those lines. It would be great to have that feature. Also, some people are saying we're going to see redesigned icons. I think this is highly likely since they redesigned them for Mac OS and bringing that consistency across to say iPad and iPhone and Apple watch seems to make a lot of sense. It's not guaranteed, but they did add more depth with Mac OS big Sur. And if they refine those with the next version of Mac OS, it would be nice to have consistency across all devices. Some apps are different. Some are the same, like the photos app is identical. Some are different like messages. For example, on Mac OS big Sur, it looks a little bit different. I actually like the depth on many icons. It took a little bit of time to get used to, but so far I think I like them after it's been a while. Now, others are saying to expect a new control center. I've talked about this before. I actually really like the older control centers where you slide up from the bottom or even from the top. And it's only half of the, the iPhone. I prefer that sort of control center. This one may have more function, but it just seems out of place in my opinion, but that's just me. And I did get used to it, but I do prefer the older ones, but I know some people really like this one and think it's perfect as well. 
Either way, I do expect Apple to refine this a little bit. Also, many people are saying to expect redesigned apps. We've seen this a little bit with music, with iOS 14.5 betas, for example. We've seen a lot of that where it's changed quite a bit. I would expect further refinement and changes to those apps. And then an always on display for iPhone 13. I've talked about this a little bit in the past. Always on displays are nice in that they don't have really much battery usage, but they actually kind of give you more information when your screen's off. It would maybe just would show the time, for example, and some of your notifications instead of having to go into your phone, unlock it and see those. I actually like always on displays on Android phones quite a bit, and I expect them to come to the iPhone as well. Now, other than the control center, I do expect some changes or refinements to notification as well, but right now we're not sure. And Apple recently has been working on battery quite a bit with iOS 14.5 and some of the recalibration tools with iPhone 11, for example. So maybe we'll see more of that with iOS 15. I would welcome that and some changes to how it's shown and also maybe a better understanding of how it's reading out your last charge versus how much your average screen on time is. I wish it would calculate it based off of say the last time you plugged it in, as opposed to just 24 hours, whether you plugged it in or not. I think that could use some refinement or fixing. Now, some are saying that you'll be able to move icons wherever you want and that there will be additional upgrades or changes to using shortcuts to customize icons. That's kind of up in the air at this point. That wouldn't surprise me if they do that, but at this time we don't really know. The last rumor I'm hearing is that we're going to have Apple pencil support. I, I highly doubt this at this point. Yes, we have it for iPad, but I doubt it for iPhone. It's something that's kind of fundamentally against what Steve jobs wanted, whether or not we see it, of course, is up to who's ever in charge of Apple now, but we may or may not see that. I know a lot of people would welcome it. I personally think the iPhone's too small for me to be drawing on it, but those of you had maybe a smaller sort of Apple pencil that could be welcome to a lot of people. So let me know what you think about that in the comments below. As far as iPad OS 15, I wouldn't expect too many changes unless they have some big plans that we haven't heard of yet. But as far as widgets and being able to move those around, if you have a bunch of widgets on the left, for example, and you want to put them wherever, that's something some people are saying, but there really has not been much information about when or what's going to be in iPad OS 15 yet. So we'll have to wait and see with that. Now, as far as when to expect iOS 15 releasing to the public, well, that's usually at the end of September. Generally, Apple will announce an event in September and at the same time, they'll announce the next iPhone. So iPhone 13 mini, iPhone 13, 13 Pro and 13 Pro Max, or they could call it 12S this year. But those phones will be announced and then right before they come out, normally they release the update to the public. So generally late September is when you can expect iOS 15 coming out to the public for everyone to use it. This is all subject to change. Apple could change it at any minute. They did change it from June one year, for example, to September, and we've had September ever since. So at this point, it seems like September is likely for a public release. June 7th for iOS 15 beta one, and then we'll have up to seven betas at that point. Now, let me know if you'd like anything else that I haven't mentioned for iOS 15 that you would love to see. I'd love to hear your ideas in the comments below. And if you'd like to get your hands on this wallpaper, I'll link it in the description like I normally do. If you haven't subscribed already, though, please subscribe. And if you enjoyed the video, please give it a like. As always, thanks for watching. This is Aaron. I'll see you next time.